Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the cooling rack. That rhymes. Ooh, it does. Wow. Okay, that like took a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we are a podcast about the Great Canadian Baking Show, where we don't glaze over any of the bakes, and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. I like how you just got quieter and quieter with that as you were starting to forget what our tagline was. I have been drinking a lot of Malbec tonight. Uh, my name is James. And I'm Michael. And welcome to the third week. Yes, it is. It is bread week. Yes, bacon bread. So, uh, Michael, what do you think of bread week? Um, okay, I thought that this was a really strong episode, like, mm-hmm. from pretty much everyone. Like, the whole time, James and I were really conflicted about, like, who was going to go home. No one really had a disaster. The the yep. the kind of worst of it was, oh, this wasn't baked long enough, or oh, this was a little overproved or underproved, or it was small things where... I was, I was going to say nothing was inedible, but that there was one thing, apparently. That, <laughs> according to one person. <laughs> according to one Just person. one person. There was one that was Perhaps not. one um, of the people that matters, though. Uh, yes, but I thought that it was a really good week. I thought everyone had strong loaves. Everything looked really delicious. Mm. Like, I seriously... Like, Oh, I just want to. I want to eat bread so bad now. Like, and not just like regular bread. I want to eat these like gorgeous flavored breads and like. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to go and get like bread like that. I will say Toronto definitely lacks bread bakeries. Like there really isn't anything. It's I all know like cu- there it's are. All like cupcakes. They are. They exist, yeah. but yeah. they're just yeah. I feel like Toronto is all like cupcakes, where the icing <laughs> is the same height as the cake part of the cupcake. There, there, there is a lot of that, and I don't like that. I always find Bread Week very interesting because I feel it, it as an opportunity to sort of. Uh, you know, turn the game up on on its head a little bit. You know, when we come from cookies, bars, cakes, sweet things, uh, things that like to be decorated, though we got some of that this week. But bread's mm-hmm. a little bit more raw, a little bit more exposed, and sure. definitely a different type of baking I think it's a flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the big thing is that with bread week, you can sometimes end up having a really talented baker go home because of the fact uh, that bread is not in their baking repertoire. And as a result, sometimes you can have someone who hasn't been doing well in earlier weeks do really well in bread week Mm -hmm. um, because it's more along the lines of what they do bake and what they do do. Definitely. I will never forget um, Corey's challah, though. That was really good last year. Okay, so for the... Signature bake. You almost got it I wrong. I feel like I'm eventually going to get this. I'll eventually get this. For the signature bake this week, they had to make a quick bread. Okay, so quick bread has an amazing history because there are about three degrees of separation from many significant things. And six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Your mind is going to be blown, okay? So quick bread, first of all, is American. So it originated in the originated. It originated in the U.S. at the end of the 18th century. Okay. Um, and it was first made uh, via the discovery or the rediscovery of chemical leavening agents, which were used in the military. And it was also started because of the introduction of baking soda in New York. By Church and Dwight of Arm and Hammer. So basically, quick bread only exists because of Arm and Hammer baking soda. Hmm. I find that very interesting. Uh, during the American Civil War, 
uh, the demand for portable and quickly made food was high, so therefore more people wanted quick bread. Uh, and then as the Industrial Revolution accelerated, the marketing of mass-produced prepackaged foods was eased by the use of similar chemical leaveners, which could uh, be produced consistent regardless of the environment. So quick bread basically became the way that most people make commercial bread. Interesting. So, like, you would be able to tell a big difference between... Like, so most commercial breads don't have yeast in them? It seems that they either don't have yeast or they use a little bit of yeast, but either way, they rely more on chemically produced leavening agents because they are less, uh, sorry, they are more resilient to environmental changes, temperature changes, etc., which exist in factories. Wow. I feel like in the modern day, that's probably not as big of an issue, but for a long time mass-produced breads were replaced uh, replaced yeast with uh, chemical leavening agents. Interesting. Interesting. Wow, well, we learned something new. That's um, why this podcast exists. It is both educational, sassy... And informational. <laughs> this is edutainment at its finest, people. Um, not really, though. It's no, really just two really, people we know, drinking we, we know while now talking about baking. <laughs> um, okay, so we start off with Timothy um, and his Rise and Shine loaf. Um, I thought it looked really yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would never be like, mm, it's morning, jalapeno time. Like, I never wake up and I'm like, time for spice. I, I, w- part of this, and then someone else's um, bread as well, made me realize how I mentally picture a scone in my head. And really, to me, apparently a scone is just an unrisen quick bread. Because okay. that's what it yeah, reminds yeah, yeah, me of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looked um, like cheesy and <clears throat> yeah. like eggy. It looked really morning-y. delicious. I don't know. And like, it's interesting. So the one comment was like, it was good. It hadn't risen enough because it was like dense with quite a few different ingredients. But that the spread, um, they said, was a bit salty. Mm. And I don't mind a salty, like, spread <laughs> sorry i don't mind like you know uh what i'm trying <laughs> to say is that uh i sometimes wonder like whether or not how how salty that was like mm. you know because sometimes that can be super yummy on a bread what is someone's salt threshold before it becomes too salty exactly or too salty as one would say yes it probably was really salty so i guess that yeah 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 okay I'll move on. Sorry. Do you have anything to say about Timothy? No, I I mean, it looked great. It looked cute. It looked fun and fancy and gorgeous. It just didn't rise. It didn't rise, yeah. Especially compared to one of the loaves that we'll see in a little bit. It it just did not achieve that same level. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Anne-Marie. So uh, she had a rosemary asiago. um, Mm -hmm. Quick bread. Soda bread? Soda bread. Soda bread. And... um, Wow, I thought it looked really good. Rochelle and Bruno said it looked, it looked really, really good. good. Like I thought that, that was like one of her best bakes yeah. that like she's had. So like, bravo on that. Yeah. But then they said that the flavor was kind of less than stellar. Not enough cheese was, I think, kind of one of the specific comments. Yeah, and Asiago is kind of a cheese that like I find if it's baked into stuff or if it's involved in something like unless you're literally eating it directly on top of something, you're not getting it the same way. Mm. So. It's one of those weird things where I find maybe you have to just, like, put in way more than you think it is to actually get the flavor out. Yeah, I hear you that way. Um, So the fun thing about this loaf is, like, it looked so... Like, this is me being unrefined. But it just looks so, like, 
bakery ready and like i just said there weren't a lot of bakeries but it's one of those store it's one of those loaves that i go into a, a market and be like oh i want that that looks really good um but you know what because it looked pretty i probably wouldn't have mind that it tasted um not as cheesy as it should have yeah and just put some butter on it exactly if you don't like it put, put some, some butter, butter on, on it. it the immortal words of miss tammy brown <laughs> um okay then we have megan um, and so her loaf was a tipsy Tex-Mex. Sorry, I have to, like, cough. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, excuse me. So, I just wrote, fuck. <laughs> I wrote, ooh, Quran. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could not get over the way that this bread looked. Mm-hmm. It was like, it had the slices across the top, so it, when it, like, rose and it baked and it did its whole thing, mm-hmm. like, oh my god, it looked so good. And then, like, the snap when it, like, broke open, mm-hmm. but it still looked kind of light and fluffy on the inside, mm-hmm. and the flavors sound so good. And then she did a onion and bacon butter, and, like, oh my god, just, like, slather me in that. Like, it sounds so good. So here's the thing. It's, like, I find Megan has struck a very, like, she is consistent, and, and, and her bakes are very extravagant. Like, everything is wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I'm gonna hit you with flavors, hit you with colors, hit you with a theme. Yeah. Everyone loves a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just it's just really top-notch. It keeps on coming out again and again. Yeah, like it is the difference, I guess, in terms of like hers is called tipsy Tex Mex, not yeah. like jalapeno and cheese with <laughs> bread loaf, right? With bread. <laughs> you silly bee. You know, it's jalapeno and cheese with bread. You know, yeah. Everyone loves it. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. To me, like, oh god. I just, I just wanted to eat it so bad. It just represents like the theatrics, like that. That whole yeah. thing is, it's all there. It comes. I think I'm just really again. hungry as well. Yeah, so I think you maybe are. that. <laughs> uh, okay. Then we had Devin, um, and so he had a red velvet loaf. And it really did look... Try my red velvet loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It, re- <laughs> it really did look like red velvet. It actually did. At least on camera, it looked like red velvet cake. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay, so the walnuts had kind of sunk to the bottom. Mm-hmm. They said it was very dense. The one comment that really struck me is they said that his loaf was really sweet. And I would, like... Beets are never anything I've really kind of gotten like a sweetness, especially something where I would say, oh, that's really sweet. So that was a surprising comment to me on this one. So I have a bit of a theory here, um, which is, you know, just a theory. So a lot of um, uh, like vegan cakes will use beets to make chocolate. So they'll put like cocoa and sugar with beets to emulate like a chocolate flavor. So I don't know if the intention really here is that it's a red velvet cake. It's actually supposed to be somewhat closer to like a chocolate bread, like a chocolate base bread. And then instead, so then it's beets with sugar in it to make it sweet. So then it ended up being a bit too sweet. Gotcha. Okay. Because I'm just thinking literally like you crushed up or mashed up some beets and I was like, (laughs) they don't really contain that flavor to me. I worked with a lot of vegans. I ate a lot of cashew cheesecakes and a lot of beet carob chocolate cakes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did you ever have a cashew mac and cheese? I have had cashew mac I and cheese. I knew it. I have. And you know what? It's really good. I know. I've it's heard. Really I've heard. And I'm willing to bet it's more calorically intense than uh, regular dairy. Which is surprising that it could be. Oh, those nuts, girl. Oh, nuts. Those nuts. These nuts. <laughs> uh, okay. 
session. Yeah. Um, so he had his summer picnic. So Which is summer so... picnic and summer not. <laughs> Jesus. It's so session. Like, oh, here's just yet another, like, light, easy, airy thing that he just threw together. Session's whole presentation and mentality <laughs> on this show is just like... Oh, this? <laughs> <laughs> because he was like, oh, here's some bread. And then Rochelle started with some, you know, you could have dusted this a lot more. And then suddenly it was just like, <laughs> she like opens it and yeah. angels and mist yeah, just, just like escapes. Out. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Sasha's yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, I just made that. I make that every single day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer I, No, I, I really like Sashin, but like, it's just, his like time management skills and yeah. his... I, his just skills as a baker yeah. it's in in the interviews and everything it just always comes across like he does not seem flustered like no. if we ever see an episode or a challenge where Sashin is flustered I am going to be like he might go home <laughs> that's <laughs> true yeah it's like all or nothing because yeah. he's so prepped he's, he's so, so prepped. prepped he's so precise like it's just think about it this way he's just always like okay I'm doing this like to the camera he's so prepared and ready mm-hmm. that like I, I wonder, like, is that going to be there for everything? Because then he could totally win this whole thing. So far, time and time again, it's always been, like, almost the best, or if not close to the best. Yeah. And just well executed. Yeah. Calm, collected, unless they're editing that all out. Um, <laughs> Literally, there are just clips of Sashin freaking the fuck out, like, <laughs> smashing balls on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> his breath sucks! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but, no, uh, we're kidding. Uh, I mean, he clearly... Keep an eye out for this one. Yeah. I think we all know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we have Mengling with a hazelnut chocolate chunk bread. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Um, it was so... Full. And then we, oh yeah, sorry, I forgot to mention, this whole episode is ripe with rose shade. It is like chock full, just like this bread, where Rochelle says, um, there's a lot going on in this bread. Like, I love the kind of pauses she'll take when she's kind of delivering one of those Well, she's criticisms. like trying to figure out the, 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 the more objective words to use. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. So that she could have been like, it's a bit busy, is another way of saying that. Yes. Basically. Yeah. So here's the thing. I like hazelnuts and I like chocolate. And I like chocolate in particular when it's chunked. So if it was like more of like a scone, I'm down. I'll eat it. Yes. But if someone told you that it was going to be a loaf and mm-hmm. they gave you a scone, would that be okay with you? If it was chocolate, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, if you were the judge on a show like this, that would not be. No, it would you know. not be my prerogative. No. Yeah, no. and then also the the dough on the inside was like gummy. Mangling's, you know, she was kind of self admitted on this thing. She That's said, true. "I just I want to come in like second last. Mm. I don't want to come in last, but I don't think I'm gonna do super well on this." And um, she didn't. So, <laughs> oh. Sorry. No, it, it's like it's unfortunate because like it looked good. It looked good as a scone, but yeah. like as a. As what it was supposed to be, it didn't meet that mark that we've seen from her so many times. It didn't rise so, to the occasion. It did not. No, we've heard no, that no. Like eight times. She did today. not prove herself. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have Sadia, who baked a sesame coriander naan. 
Yes, and I am having none of that. No, <laughs> it was actually really great. It looked just like a normal non bread, even though there was yeah. no yeast in it. I wanted to eat it. Yeah, me too. And the spread that she had for it, mm-hmm. mm, it looks just delicious. I also like how tiny they were. They were so cute. They yeah. were like, you can just put one in your hand and roll it up. But it was like still so bendy, which was apparently the thing to look out for and it being a non-yeasted non. Mm-hmm. So. so good on Sadia. Yeah, great job. And then last we had Andre mm-hmm. with a Russian blini. Blini. I wish it was a Russian bellini. <laughs> That's so lame. <laughs> <laughs> but it came with a like it came with like a dill sauce. Okay, and I mm. don't like I don't like dill like even a little bit. Like, I don't like dill, and I don't like pickled things, so dill pickles are my worst nightmare, but the, I don't know. Would you say it's a dill breaker? <laughs> dill breaker, exactly. I forgot I said that earlier. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know whether or not I would personally have chosen to, like, eat this I would this eat all loaf. of it. Okay, cool, then good for you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought like it was like it was a solid effort. Yeah. They really liked this one though. They they really did enjoy this one. Um as on a personal level, I, I would have given it a bite. I probably would have tried the spread and then I would not probably have stuck around. There's definitely a, like a like a sophisticated quality to everything Andre does, you know. So it's like it, it's a piano or it's like a, a, a you know, like a darker bread with yeah. dill in it. Like it's always just a it feels very fanciful. It it feels like um, almost kind of a level of polish that comes when you've been doing it for a long time. Mm. It's similar to kind of what Session has, but like the way that they kind of go about it is like Session's so prepared about everything mm-hmm. and Andre is a little more unassuming in the way it like comes That's about. That's a good word. Right? Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. All right, and then uh, next up was the technical. Technical hot cross buns. Every kid with a recorder in first grade's like favorite thing, and every parent with a kid in the first grade's nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it caused a headache. Okay, so we had <laughs> like the breathiest recorder you've ever heard, which has been shared with like millions of kids through the school system over the years. Well, at least the TDSB. Yeah. We never got new recorders. Mine had scurvy in them, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that's a communicable (laughs) disease. I'm sure scurvy is a bacteria. All right, so before we actually talk about the bikes, we had a little bit of a dilemma. Dilemma? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm taking German. I I have to pronounce every single letter. Um, About what the poem and or song is around hot cross buns. Yes. So, Michael, what do you think the song is? Hot cross buns, hot cross buns, one a penny, two a penny, hot cross buns. What if I told you that this song actually has a second verse, or perhaps a bridge, if you will? Uh-huh. Which is, if you have no daughters, give them to your sons, one a penny, two a penny, hot cross buns. So, Sadia and I are <laughs> I mean, right. You're both right. You're both right. Everyone's a winner. It's Participation like, ribbons for all. It's like the new NAFTA deal or the USMCA. <laughs> Everybody's a winner. Isn't that funny? So basically when, when Sadia recited the poem, Michael and I looked at each other like, that's not the song. I've never heard that. We thought we were being completely, like we've completely been lied to or mm-hmm. like different parts of Canada have been lied to in different ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but turns out it's just a two verse song. 
like a hot cross bun. Yes. Two for song. One point of trivia.、Uh-huh. Guess what superstition do you think there are around hot cross buns? If you have one with no raisins, you'll be barren. <laughs> no, that's a good one though. Is that true? Have you heard that? I just made that up. Okay. But maybe that's because it came from a place of knowing some. I don't know. So unfortunately, they're not. So one of the one of the ones is they say that if you bake them and serve them on Good Friday, they will not spoil at all during the rest of the year. Okay. So, so that's like clearly. So I think that that's a challenge for James and I next Good Friday <laughs> to bake them and then eat them <laughs> when the next season of GCBS starts. <laughs> clearly, that was before the invention of science. And another superstition is that if you hang them in the kitchen, they are said to protect against fires and ensure that all breads turn out perfectly. So everyone from this week should have taken a goddamn bun and hung it around their goddamn kitchen. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's especially funny saying "goddamn" so much when you were talking about Good Friday just Christian, before Christian breads. <laughs> yes, so、um, hot cross buns. It's the technical. We start off with Anne Marie.、Um, so they said that they were、uh, underbaked. They, I, I mean, you could kind of tell by the look they were just a little paler compared、mm-hmm. to some of the other ones.、Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of, I think. Uh, Tava's comment was yeasty,、mm. like it was a yeasty flavor. Overproved. Overproved. Underbaked. Yes, exactly.、Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, then we had Timothy.、Um, what? More raisins. Yes. Okay, this is a theme. Yes. For this technical challenge. Yeah.、Uh, I I, mean, I agree because when in doubt, I would add less of something like a raisin because it's chunky, it's heavy. Yeah, it could、moisture. sink. Or, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, so for Timothy, I wrote more raisins, all lowercase. For our next baker <laughs> session,、um, they said that it could do with five more minutes. That it generally looked good, and then they like split it open, and they were like, "More raisins!" <laughs> it was a bit bare. It was. No, it was, it was a bit it bare. Literally, it looked like、bare. a bap. <laughs> It looked like a what? A bap, a, a what is it? A Scottish bap or a Scotch bap? <gasps>、oh. Like it's like it's like just kind of like a, a bread that looks very similar to a hot cross bun, but、yes. with no no, ra- no raisins. No raisins. It looked like a bap. So sorry, my grandma has them. You know, with her chalky bickies <laughs> you, and everything. <laughs> you and your grandma,、uh, Mengling. Yeah. Well executed. Yeah, I thought they looked super good. Yeah, they were they were really nice. They look like some of the the ones I see on the Wikipedia article I looked up. Ooh, so ex- <laughs> you know it's gotta be good if it's on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> that's some Excel quality.、Uh, then we had Devin. Yeah,、uh, multiple challenges. We got we got like a lot of roasted here. This was here. yeah, the, like like the sun went out. There was a solar eclipse. Yeah, like it was like Donald Trump looked up at the solar <laughs> eclipse.、Um, it was like I felt I felt bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and then to like cherry on top of the multiple challenges, she was like, "I can't eat this." I know. Like, so I, know.、Um, I think so. It wasn't quite clear in that moment what was the cause, but in like kind of the post interview after the ranking and、mm-hmm. everything, Devin said he forgot to put sugar、mm-hmm. in, which、mm-hmm. didn't help his buns rise, which is、mm-hmm. why they were stodgier and closer to a scone. And、yeah. um, I that's the one thing is I. I、um, You know, this is a weird analogy, but you know, like the science center or something, when they'll be like, <laughs> or something. <laughs> the, okay, something like that. It's when, either the science center <laughs> or not. <laughs> I, I could also be at Ripley's Aquarium where they'll have those little things where you can like, you know. 
touch this thing and see what that feels oh, like and touch yeah, okay. I almost because they talk about the bounciness and the I, uh, I, I want to kind of know what the difference in all of these felt because it feels like to Bruno and Michelle they pick it up and they instantly are like yeah. yay or nay and I mean that was kind of an obvious nay mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. unfortunate for Devin there mm-hmm. uh, okay Megan uh, more spice yes more spice more spice indeed yeah um I didn't really but they have, look good. They looked good. Yeah, she she seemed like she did pretty good. Um, Andre, these looked great, 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 great. Perfect. Yeah, you're perfect. You're beautiful. They look like a model. They're the Linda Evan- Linda Evangelista. <laughs> the Linda Linda Evangelista <laughs> of <hot cross> buns. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, we had Sadia, and uh, hers had a really good bounce. Yep, that's what I wrote. Good bounce, girl. Yeah. Um, so then, in terms of rankings, uh, well, Devin unfortunately was was in eighth because of that. Um, Amory was seventh. Yep. Timothy sixth. Sasha was fifth. Sadia was fourth. Uh, the Megan was third. Uh, no, because I wrote Meng Ling, but I looks like I wrote Meg, so I confused myself. Sorry. Megan was third. Mm-hmm. Meng Ling was second. Andre was first. Of course. And who did you have in your baking bracket for technical? Last uh, week? my technical bracket. Yeah, for fourth because we bumped it from fourth. fourth yes, to because fourth. there's eight bakers. So I put Sashin for fourth. Okay, and I, he was fifth. I put Megan. And she was third. Oh, we both danced around We're it. We're both a deviation of one. Yes, standard deviation. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the technical. Okay, and then moving on to the showstopper. You make me nervous because every time I'm <laughs> I, about to I name the challenge, you, you yeah, look yeah. at me and you, and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to call it the signature challenge. Yes, you are. Um, is a sandwich cake. Yes. Which I think, like... I think really weirded you out. Yeah, it like really did. I don't know. I am I'm a person that does not like a lot of um like spread on like my sandwiches, right? Like Yeah. For years, like when I go to like a subway or something, like I wouldn't even get mayo on a sandwich and they'd be like, No sauce or something. I was like, Well, it has like tomatoes and cucumbers, like that's yeah. enough like moisture, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Um so to like literally coat the outside in like spread, like at least it wasn't like this is coated in mayo, um, right? It was at least like this is coated in something halfway between that and something else. <laughs> you know, it it weirded me out, but they were really good. And then as soon as as soon as they cut out the slice, yes, I became a lot more invested when because you, then it actually looked just like a layered sandwich. When you look at the layers. Yeah. Um, so LOL, like, <laughs> lots of layers. <laughs> so like they said, it is Swedish. Okay. In Swedish, it's called, a, I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's called a smörgastarta. <laughs> <laughs> and like, those are the phonetic symbols. Uh, okay, but which literally does mean sandwich cake. And okay, so they made variations. I think this is going to gross you out. Um, so traditional fillings, uh, so traditional toppings are egg and mayo for the base. Okay. And tar- but do you know what else they put in it typically? Pickled herring? No. Liver pate, olives, shrimp, ham, cold cuts, caviar, tomato, cucumber, grapes, lemon slices, cheese, and smoked salmon. Not all in one, though. No, but those are the combinations. Those of- are very much things I would eat. There is... Almost if, all of If that. you go to the Wikipedia, uh, for those... Uh, who want to be interactive about this. Uh-huh. The first cake is like 
a shrimp, like boxes yeah, of yeah, shrimp, yeah, yeah. and a cross of shrimp with a very un like unsummary hothouse tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Painted Ooh, to the how top. how strange! <laughs> mm-hmm. You painted a very good word picture there, James. That was very very delicious <clears throat> word picture. Um, okay, so what I have to say about the showstopper yeah. and just this episode in general is we're finally reaching that point in the season when we finally get more time to see the bakes, mm. and I love that. I love that we're actually like. You know, getting to look at what they do, especially when it comes to the showstopper challenge, because that's the one you really, really want to to look at. True. Um, And yeah, some of these were really great. Um, I'm a fan of the signature bakes this season, too, though. They've been really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Everybody stepped it up. Um, Okay. So we start with Session. What do you think? I thought it was very pretty, (laughs) as always. Yep. Um, he baked a, what was it, a mufuletta mm-hmm. sandwich cake? Yeah, very good slicing work. I don't, oh my god, I don't yeah. I he was a mandolin, I only assume so. His knife skills wrong. are like, if he actually cut that like with a knife himself, yeah. then that, yeah, with the radish and mm-hmm. the cucumber um, was amazing. And then they said it was super good and it belonged in an Italian deli. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Timothy. Um, so he had a... What was it? A roji? Ro- no, sorry, ro- my handwriting is like so bad. I on think this. it's a rujamo. Rujamo. I don't know okay. what that means. So he had these prosciutto roses on the top, mm-hmm. and it didn't. I didn't think. Okay, the roses actually looked okay when they were aerial from the side. I didn't think they looked that great. <laughs> when they were aerial, like when they did the aerial shot <laughs> from above, right? <laughs> um, but like the, uh, it also like it didn't really look like prosciutto as much like it looked almost like it looked really dark brown that's like sorry it's like michael's michael's like like michael's prosciutto on his head is like very disturbed right now apparently yes um but okay so he had a um great bake though yeah and you know what so they dissed his presentation a little bit to be honest when i saw it i was like that's cute like it had it had the rose it had the colors it had had dynamism. The okay, I agree. The thing dynamism. to me on on this, I kind of agree with Rochelle, and I guess it was also echoed by Bruno, mm. is that when you look at some of these other bakes in terms of their presentation skills, mm. that's the thing that goes, Oh wow, that would be in a bakery right. window. Right. Whereas this would be something that like a friend would bake and you'd eat it and you'd be like, Oh my god, this is so fucking good. Mm. Right? Um but if you walked past a bakery with that, you wouldn't believe the inside would probably be as good as it is. I kind of want to taste it. Me too. Mostly because from the name, I'm not entirely sure like what it would taste like. So I kind of yeah. want to get into that. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. So then we have Andre and he had his koi pond. Um, and so he had some trouble with his aspic. Yeah. Um, which was a bummer. I thought it was really like, he always has stuff that just looks so cool. But the thing that also weirded me out a bit about this one is that I get it was a sandwich cake, um, but everybody else kind of, it was a sandwich that they then dressed up and presented nicely, whereas he almost still made it more like it was a cake. And the ingredients of what was inside the cake, Mm. it's like, what is, what goes with koi pond? Like, you know. (laughs) What rhymes with koi pond? (laughs) I don't know, like, what are are the flavors that go with koi pond? Like, koi? Like, was there fish in there? Like, <laughs> the the other thing that, that um, they kind of critiqued was that 
he had so much filling and it kind of just looked like he had a lot of salads. Like he had an egg salad, a tuna salad, an avocado salad. Okay, like, there was avocado in yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It was just like, it looked like he just had so many things mm. that were of the wetter variety. <laughs> yes, yes, so. I agree. Um, I was very, so here's the thing. When he was, towards the end when he was piping um the the spread on i was like oh like I, I don't know buddy like this may be risky but then when he presented it at the end it actually looked a lot better than i thought it yeah. was going to it still looked really great mm-hmm. um it was just also like i wouldn't ever want to eat like an aspic with my sandwich well i don't know <laughs> it's just like it's beef jello isn't that what an aspic is well yeah uh, i mean it's like a savory gelatin and i guess all gelatin is Either beef or horse joints or whatever. But here's one thing um, uh, about the aspect. Um, I want to know if he brought a hairdryer in case he knew (laughs) that was going to happen. Or if production was like, here's a hairdryer. Because that was hilarious. But that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, not exactly. Because according to Rochelle, you should just put a hot towel. Um, But I thought that was very clever. It was funny. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so then we had Megan, um, and so yeah, her uh, bread was like what is this? Like, great color, great col- oh collar. <laughs> the outside, sorry. <laughs> Michael is well. We have to write down so fast, like while we're going through everything. So sometimes I don't have time to make my handwriting pretty. So great collar. The outside of her cake was so beautifully decorated, and then Bruno was like, "I have people with ten years of experience who can't cut carrots like that." And mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, <laughs> uh, but like I thought she did a great job. That was amazing. Um, the main critique here was that her bread was just too thick, a bit heavy. Yeah. Oh, but it had good rye flavor. Mm-hmm. And and like again, like a theme. Like it was a beautiful theme. It's like a garden by the sea. It's 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 very oceanic. Not oceanic. It's very marine. It has beautiful flowers. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I love I love Megan's bakes. Megan's bakes feel. Um, like so professional and high class, but they also feel like accessible. There's a whimsy to them, which yeah. makes it um, sort of fun. And it, it, yeah, I right. just like every time she bakes something, it always looks really good, and I just always want to like sit around and like have a slice of whatever she baked mm. and just like chit chat. Here's the thing about Megan's cake, uh, sandwich cake. It looked like it was going to be a sweet cake. Like looking at how it's decorated, From the outside, yeah, yeah, like yeah, and how yeah, much yeah. color it was. I was like, oh, that almost like looks like icing on like a candied, like it looked like candies, yes, as opposed to vegetables, which is very impressive. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then we had Anne Marie, and um, so essentially, I just wrote good filling, not bread. Right, because the they said challenged. they yeah. so they said the filling was super good. And, oh, I love lobster, and the fact that she had like, how'd she get this like. Newfoundland lobster, like she fly that out, like she said it was fresh. It was so in, in jars and a cooler, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, that's awesome, and that looked super good. Um, but uh, the bread they said was just a little gummy mm-hmm. and not, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Bruno was just eating up all that filling. Yeah, but, but that's the thing is when it's a sandwich cake, like uh, filling is a part of it, but you know, you bake the bread on the Great Canadian Baking Show. So. <laughs> Um, okay. Ming Ling. Um, mall sushi. <laughs> mall sushi. It's exactly what California rolls are. Yeah. It's mall sushi. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> I like I I love it. It did kind of look. It looked just like, like a giant MF sushi, like maki sushi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, the one thing that I didn't understand, they were like, "How did you cool this bread?" And she was like, "Oh, well, I like left it on the cooling rack for a minute." And then I put it in the freezer. <laughs> it was just like the freezer. Like and I was like, I left it for like a hot minute. <laughs> Basically, what she means is she took it out of the oven and put it on the cooling rack so she could remove her oven mitts and then transport <laughs> it to the freezer. That was funny. Um, that's such a weird thing. I mean, I get obviously if it's too hot, filling and outside and all of that, but mm. um, I would never think to put my fresh bread in the freezer. Not seeing a lot of pan cooling this year. No. Pan fans. Yeah. Pan pans. Correct. Uh, the one thing I did find it funny about this part is like when Julia was like, is there rice in this sushi? She's like, no, because it's bread week. <laughs> and then she like couldn't stop laughing. Oh, that was so good. Uh, okay, so then we have Sadia. Mm. Um, and so she had her memories of Bahrain cake. Mm. and um, Memories of Thailand. Memories so, of okay, China. yeah, I just read, like, PC <laughs> sauce, right? Because they have, like, yeah, exactly, like, memories of Dad's grill and memories <laughs> they, of... Okay, that would be the funniest thing. Cause of they course, do have that sauce. I know, but of course they're never, they never, it's always, like, memories of China, memories of Indonesia. It's never, like, memories of Canada. It's just memories of, like, your dad's dirty apron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Memories of Medicine Hat. Um, that would be an interesting one. I want to try it. Okay, so back to the actual topic at hand. Sadia's cake looked so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I wanted to eat that. Just like it had good height. Yeah, yeah, and the everything was just good. It was like the right thickness of bread. The filling looked good. They said the smell came out as soon as you cut the cake open. Um, it yeah, it just was like brown cow stunning. <laughs> Uh, and the apparent like this idea when you I, maybe this happened with all the sandwich cakes, um, but with this one in particular, where like once you slice it open and you pull it out, and then the aromas also hit you, it's like a it's like a forty experience. <laughs> yes, yes, Isn't yes. That 40 New to cannabis smell? wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then last but not least, we have Devin. Um, so they said that his filling was a little too dry, mm-hmm. but that his bread was like stellar out of this world. Two breads. Two breads. Two he different two types breads. of breads. Yes, two techniques. of course. Um, so good on him. They said that that totally saved him. They basically like literally flat out told him at that point, like, you're not going home. They're like, your bread saved you this week. Yeah. Um, and then he still seemed really nervous during the the like elimination portion uh, yeah. of the episode. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Like, you, you, ne- you never, you never know. know. You never you know. You never know. You never know. Um, yeah. So, do you have anything to say about Devin's? Uh, I will say that um, it was like the it, it was Greek salad. Like, yeah. You looked at it. You're like, it's Greek salad. I also really like Kalamata olives, so I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I like everything that was on it except. for for olives. <laughs> you don't like olives? Oh, you don't like pickled things. Yeah. There we go. Um, okay, so um, to wrap it up, we uh, go into who was Star Baker this week, and that was Sadia. Da, 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 da. Yes, uh, highly exciting, and boy, did she ever deserve it. Like, yeah. She really just 
knocked it out of the park this week. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what was her first bake again? Let me flip back. It here. was the non. Oh, the non. Oh my nons. god, that was so good. Then she was. Um, Okay, she was fourth in technical, but still she had good bounce, so, you know. Yeah, it wasn't, like, gross. Exactly. According to the judges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did not need more raisins. Um, <laughs> more raisins! <laughs> uh, so, and then, of course, yeah, her showstopper was great. So, congratulations, Sadia. Um, and then we found out who was going home this week, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, it was Anne-Marie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that is a bummer. Um, yes. So... So how are we doing in terms of our brackets? So I had correctly predicted that Anne-Marie would be going home this week. So I believe now, after I guessed Session, last, I guess the two-star bakers, so that's four what? points. And then I also guessed Anne-Marie, so I have five points. Um, yeah. I have one point. <laughs> well, you know. I'm not good at this. You know. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, next week is international week so you i assume i mean they'll probably like they always provide frameworks right it's like you need to make an international cookie or an international thing that wraps filling Mm -hmm. dumplings um so we could go through the bracket for that yeah let's do that uh okay so who do you think is going to be star baker next week okay i already know they have to make mochi um Oh god, this is really hard. Who do you think? This Megan. is hard. You think it's gonna be Megan? I think it's gonna be Megan. I think she's gonna do really well at the mochi because she seems like the kind of person who it's gonna be like, yeah, of course she'd know that, you know. See now, now because of your streak, every time you say a name, I want to be like, I think we can too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, I need to pick somebody else. Um, my my original gut was saying Mengling's gonna do well. Okay, cool. Even so- if it shows her struggling with mochi, I think that's a that's a sight. <clears throat> So, okay, we are doing uh, still fourth for technical, even yeah. seven bakers. Yeah, I think when it goes to six, yeah, we'll, then we'll do three. three. Okay. okay, so fourth for technical next week, I'm going to pick Timothy. I'm picking Sadia for fourth. Okay. Uh, let me write that down. And then who's going home next week? Oh, this is hard. Oh, I really have to think this one over this now. This is hard. Hmm... Oh, this is hard. Oh. Uh, this has to be really exciting audio. <laughs> uh, who do you think? Who do you think? Uh, oh, my God. I think maybe... Mm, I feel like... Okay, it's weird. I picked Timothy for fourth and technical, but I think he might go home. I don't think... I, I think... I think... I think... I think... I think Devin may go home next week. I just, yeah okay <laughs> I think maybe. okay okay it's not so much like I, I just that's where my gut's going but my gut has been so wrong your I have, gut has I have been one so point. I have wrong. one point yeah. but I need to trust my gut I yeah need to trust my gut yeah I'm sure this was just thrilling last minute and a half for like, all of our listeners all of that. nah let's leave it in they'll have fun it builds up the suspense <laughs> they can spend time thinking over who their bakers may be so. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this has been another fun week. Or has um, been. I'm excited for International Week next week, because that's just a bevy of different skills and flavors and everything. Uh, but Bread Week is always one of my favorites. I think, like, most of the time, it's, like, it's really hard to just, like, drastically, catastrophically fuck up bread. So just in terms of TV, it makes for good TV all week, uh. because... 
everyone's looks nice. And I'm the kind of person who wants to see everyone's bakes look nice. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to see the, like, dumpster fires. Look at them buns. Look at them buns. And it makes for so many good double entendres. So many. Yeah. Double entendres. Um, Okay, so you can follow us on Instagram. We are at GCBS Podcast. Um, We are on Twitter, also at GCBS Podcast. We are also on Facebook, The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show. And you can go to our website, coolingrackpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or, I guess, Apple Podcasts. Um, Please review, leave a five-star if you really like us. And... um, Anything else you want to add, James? No, thanks for joining us this week on The Cooling Rack, and see you next week for a taste of the world. (laughs) Bye. The Cooling Rack is produced by Messenger Bag Media. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.